guys, welcome to Church and Other Drugs. Uh, my name is Jed. This is going to be a quick one. Uh, I had a lot of fun this week. Old school episode with me, Ken and Andrew and Ben. We talk about uh, Israel. We talk about Kat Von D. We talk about war being live streamed. And we talk about uh, aliens because I can't seem to get away from them. But um, it's a fun episode. I hope you enjoy it. I'm a. Uh, Still making preparations for this baby. It's coming soon, so I'm going to try to have some episodes on deck. Uh, I did also start to upload the Pastor With No Answers bonus content on the Church and the Drugs Patreon page. So basically how that's going to work is whatever Joey uploads as bonus content and whatever I make as bonus content, it's going on a Dropbox file, and then I'm just going to stick it up on our Patreon. So every y'all get all the bonus paid content from pastor with no answers as well as church and other drugs so uh the support means a lot especially as i'm about to have a baby so thank you so much and uh keep listening and we'll see you next week I'm not going to. Uh, welcome to Church and Other Drugs, where the wait. The, what is the whose line is it anyway? The uh, where the, the points don't matter and something something. The points are made up. Or wow. yeah, see, it's exactly the points are made up and score the doesn't score matter. doesn't matter. I don't even know if that's right though. Sounds so, right. Siri, check me up. I don't even have Siri. Welcome to Church and Other Drugs, where words are made up and the intro doesn't matter. <laughs> there we go. Nice. All right, good job, good job. So we got uh, we got old Ben, we got Kinnabin, and we got Andrew. Andrew Bin Laden. Uh, where everything is made up and the points don't matter. 
where everything is made up and the points don't matter because it's improv yeah and And experts no we're not experts ben actually kick your mic down a smidgeroon down all right just 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 a smidgeroon how about here did not notice the change at all but how about here same thing (laughs) but we're good just go how about now (laughs) yeah that works does he sound loud to you all or is it just hang on it's because I'm adjusting my earphone volume and not the gain. That makes oh, that'll, sense. That'll, that'll, that'll do it. How yes. about that? <laughs> That's good. There the we go. The knobs look exactly the same. They're just oh. So did I did I talk about <clears throat> uh the landlord drama me and Georgia went through last summer? Did I ever bring that to the podcast? Not that I recall. Not, not to I my knowledge. So, so Last summer, when before Georgia moved in, she was trying to find a place. She had to. I think I did talk about it because she lived in her house for um like nine years, and then the like she was gonna buy it, but then one day her landlord sold it, and the person who bought it like next month was like, "Hey, you gotta go. I'm turning it into an Airbnb sort of thing." So she had to find a house. We finally found a house, and we move in, and it slowly becomes clear that the landlord is a unhinged psychopath, like psycho. So like we find his, we find his aggravated assault police records. So Mm. she like, he makes her cry on the phone, like the first week. And so I was getting, I was getting pissed. And then it, then it kind of turns out that like he's in recovery. I guess he used to smoke crack or something. And, but then more and more like that, the, the whole deal was the house was unfinished. The bathroom was unusable. Nothing was installed in the bathroom. Um, and a couple other things about the house were just not, it wasn't ready. So she hadn't paid a deposit and she was just wanting to know like, or she hadn't signed a lease. She was just wanting to know like, Hey, when is this going to be available? And he kept pushing it and pushing it. There was, he rented her the house and he left a, a giant reciprocating saw, like just construction equipment everywhere. Just unbelievably like this can't be legal sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it was a whole, whole fucking ordeal. And then we find out that uh, some friends of ours, they're like, Oh dude, you moved into 410 Patrick. And we're like, yeah, he's like, oh, dude, that's Mike. And then we're like, oh, great. So this dude's infamous. So they know. So whole thing. Finally, we just we we just bail like she didn't get her deposit back. We end up dude, but she's got mountains of text where he just gets personal, like degrades her harassment, threats, all this shit. dude. It's all we all got. So we we finally were just, you know, we're like, dude, just we're just going to leave this alone and get out of my life um and now the the original buddy that uh was like hey that dude sucks some of our other friends just so happened to have moved into his house one of his houses Ooh. and two weeks into it they're ready to go and so now we're in this giant group chat trying to figure out what to do because this dude like needs to be stopped like the reason they're leaving is because there's no hot water in the house, and when they called to ask him about it, he flipped the fuck out, like screaming, and like he's crazy. I was gonna he say that's crazy. a that's a that's an unreasonable request. Hot, hot he, water, he water. is insane. He is insane. 
Aren't there so, laws that like kind of say he has yeah. to do those yeah, kinds it has of things? To, yeah, it has to be habitable. But here's the thing, and this is what we found out. This is the whole deal. It's like, it, maybe just in Louisiana, but like, there is no like easy path here. Like, even if, like, because you got to hire, basically, it comes down to you got to hire a lawyer and you're going to have to take this shit to court. And there's no, um, you know, because the thing you're trying to avoid is if he puts an eviction on your record, that's not good, right? Especially these days, that's really bad. So, and he can, he can do that unless you get like lawyers and courts involved. So like, there's really, I, I thought there was like way more firm rights for renters, but like not really, there kind of are, but not really. Well, there's got to be like a, I would think a general uh, set of laws there is protect, protect renters. There is, but it's like enforceable in a court situation. Like it's it's not one of those things, like I guess some of the things you could call the police to get involved. But I mean, basically, it just wasn't as it's a it's a it's a, it is not a quick process. And it is absolutely a process. It's not as simple as like, hey here's this law. You can't do this. It's like, Oh, well I did. So take me to court. All this shit. Overly complicated, overly complicated. So on purpose. Yeah, of course. Oh, Cause yeah. nobody wants to deal with it. Just died. You've got no sound. Oh, sweet. I was on mute. I said, all that just happened like 30 <laughs> minutes ago. So that's why. Wow. I was like, oh, my, it's fresh off the presses. But anyway, how are y'all doing? I mean, great Dude. comparison. My life is a, a candy land. Except for the fact that, like, you're you. That kind of sucks. Well, I got my CPAP now, dude. My life has oh, changed. Oh, tell me about it. Like, literally, tell me about it. <clears throat> okay, so... Uh, for those of you who don't remember me... Being All right, cool. Of- so, Andrew, what's going on? Anyway, bro? yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you take a lot of abuse, Kenneth. I don't it's, know why. And yet I stay around. It there's probably some sort of trauma bonding happening. Uh, I have severe sleep apnea. I was diagnosed a few months back. I had my sleep study, all that jazz. Uh and finally got a call from the medical equipment company last week that insurance and all that had gone through and they'd reviewed my records and approved me for a machine. So I got it blurred out, but it's right behind me. And uh, I'm all set up. I've had it for five nights now, and I'm already starting to feel a difference. Like I can wake up with my alarm and not be groggy. Like I'm awake. Oh, cool. So you, so there is a noticeable difference. There is a noticeable difference. I don't know if like this is the best it'll get, but I have noticed. Like Sunday, I wasn't half asleep during the pastor's sermon. So I don't know, but it could be maybe it's psychosomatic. No, I don't think it's, it, it's I don't, definitely I don't not. Think it is. It's not. either way. If it works, it works. Yeah, yeah I know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know at least two people who told me that when they, when they when they got on their <laughs> machine on the machines that um, it was like the best sleep they'd ever had in their lives. Yeah, I took a nap yesterday. <laughs> it was amazing. So it didn't I take I actually you. Actually, felt rested. It yeah. didn't take a second to get used to falling asleep with a contraption on your face. Um. It did. Like the first night I was okay because I mentally prepared myself. The second night 
the mask that I have like hurt my nose and it caused a zit the first night. I was like, oh my gosh, oh, no. this is going to suck. Mm-hmm. But I find that like if I put a little bit of like lotion on it, like I lube it up and then gently insert it. Yep. Then it's fine. Lube is the answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause I was looking into like, I'm going to try the um, uh, chin, strap. chin strap first before I go full. Mm-hmm. Because I read someone said they used a, a chin strap just for like two weeks. And then the nights they don't use it, like their body adjusted and they don't uh, mouth breathe at night anymore. Hmm. I don't know. It's worth a try. But I'm just wondering, you know, how I'm sure with a CPAP, probably the good thing is that once you're used to it for sleeping, it's going to act like a sleep aid in itself because you'll turn it on and your body will probably be like, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, bedtime. Oh, it's so that's cool. Yeah. So uh, less tiredness levels. I don't think overall. I need one. I'm, I'm happy. happy with it. Did you? Uh, oh, yeah. Me and Ken and slept together. That's right. So we got the experience. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> I heard Ken and snoring a little bit once. I don't know if he heard me snoring. Uh, only in the morning if I woke up before you. I w- never woke up because of your noise. Yeah. So we, we you know, it was nice. Sounds He's like a good dude. couple. It was. It was. It was a beautiful experience. No fighting. Uh, he he shared the sheets. I didn't have to like take them back. No, I'm not much of these days. I'm not much of a thrasher. I don't think. Like, did did either one of you like uh, feel anything like you know poking at you or anything? Just 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 his penis. Okay, well, that's, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> yeah, nothing besides yeah, could, his penis. You could no. cut the tension with a knife. Yeah, <laughs> I. I I felt him breathing on the nape of my neck, and it. Just... <laughs> um, how, big, how big was this bed? Because I'm literally imagining it to be like a single. <laughs> it it was it was like a it was full. A it was a queen. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't huge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was smaller than I thought. Uh, and I also met Ben in person in four oh, right. That's a handsome dude, Andrew. I know he didn't look like it on. <laughs> no, it did. He looked really. He actually looked the coolest out of the three of you. In the he photos. did. I, I was surprised. That's true. Well, and uh, <laughs> well, it kept. I, it's. So I could take weird. that either way. That could be a compliment or <laughs> it, not. Did you also <laughs> find it weird looking at my face in a four D angle? I kept. Yeah. Look. Yeah. I kept looking at yeah. your face, and I was like, "Damn, I'm not used to seeing it on." different sides it really was weird it was weird because we've seen each other like a lot a lot and never in person so it was very interesting and then the fact that you are all four are all three the same height to me on here Mm. yeah oh yeah that's that's true and not in real life we did kind of talk about that we did i'm i'm sure but i don't let's rehash it though yeah let's do that (laughs) yeah I'm six. What, well, what? Jed's, Jed's tall is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, I don't. Look Which is weird because, yeah, actually, like genuinely, like sitting here just like seeing your head, I actually thought you were shorter. I'm not, and, and, uh, and I think, I think Ben's shorter. He yeah. feels shorter to me, and I would five, think Ken's eight. a little. Yeah. Kenan's a little taller, but I'm five ten, so I'm not huge by any means. But I tell you what is huge though: my muscles, and he saw them in real, real life. I'm, I'm ben actually solid, told dude. me they were. Yeah, he told me he M- said more so than you. More so than you look. That's right. Like at this that's angle. Yeah. When you, Those when army you, guys were scoping you out at the merch table. That's <laughs> true, bro. I, I deadlifted for the army. 
Kenan, uh, watch, watch this guy. And then I did it. Do and you, push-ups. Hey, well, you know, you know, who, you know, who couldn't, you know, who tried it, but they couldn't do it. Kenan. <laughs> I moved it. I just don't have the grip strength. He dude. did. Yeah. His grip what, strength. What, was all what, what was it you were lifting? It was a trap bar. It was 295 two, trap bar two, deadlift. Okay. Um, How weird it. is it that the no army problem. had a, had a merch table? I find it super weird. They're always there. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, yeah, I know man. the army dudes listen to heavy music when they're out like oh, murdering. Recruiting people, but... is suffering. It is. <laughs> what's all the What's all this shit about? They're gonna break, like draft women. Why is that a topic? I, Did I miss something? I just well, heard that a today. Law, a law was passed, I think, a year or two ago that allowed women to serve in combat roles. Okay. So now it's now they can be drafted. I believe. Oh, but or but it's, it's like, like I feel like closer. something I think must it was have something happened. Special. Yeah, yeah. Like my daughter told me today that 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 was happening, and she said it was something Biden was putting in place or something. I'm like, yeah. uh, were women fighting for that? Because that seems really weird <laughs> to me. All right, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I guess I guess we can start there with with uh, shit hitting the fan on a global scale. I've got a couple. <laughs> yeah, it's a fresh topic. It is. So we especially when you said Andrew bin Laden. I mean that was a good I did. I did. Dude, I, I saw I don't I know. We were just it. gonna let that one go. Yeah. No. I saw a, a picture on Reddit today of uh, Osama bin Laden, a family picture from nineteen seventy one. And yeah. it is the most normal, happy looking picture you've ever were seen. Were they at like McDonald's or something? No, they were all like in like westernized the... Middle Eastern country. Yeah. Well probably like Iran, I mean, I think it was, yeah, like really modern. Um, yeah, it literally just looked like any nice, well dressed, large family picture outside of a Sears or something. It's crazy. But so we, I don't know, man. So a couple things. So we have we have sent now, and somebody put this into interesting perspective. Okay, so we have we have eleven. Uh, warships. We have 11 of the biggest warships in the world. Uh, I think the next country is China that has four. Uh, and then Italy, I think, has two. Um, these are a, a specific class of um, aircraft carrier. Uh, and we have the largest one by like 40 meters. And so we sent two of them to the Mediterranean right now, the two biggest ones. And that is the equivalent of sending some countries maximum firepower <laughs> and we have 11 like it's just they're like let me put this into perspective of like how dominant well, the United our States defense militarily. ginormous like and it's he, a top four or five countries combined i think equivalent yeah and uh biden just casually dropped like if we have to do if we have to take care of ukraine and this like we can do it and still be fine like nobody freak out mm -hmm. but a lot of people a lot of people you know these people i always talk about a lot of people are saying that they are worried that with these two american vessels sitting in the mediterranean that there's going to be an attack on them and if that happens even even if you know a little rowboat goes up to a suicide bomber boat if that happens mm -hmm. 
that's escalate. Not, that's not good. Escalate. <laughs> Immediate yeah. escalation, dude. And, you know, there's. So where do you I, stand on like America's involvement? Like, do you feel like we should just not? I mean, we're, we're involved. All? We're involved is the thing. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, we are involved. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm saying like we're involved in you, like we have supplied and it is in our interests and stuff. Like, I don't know that we should get directly involved, but like. The one thing that I heard that was the scariest thing I've heard as far as us is that if we get involved and for any reason, like another superpower, like Russia, for instance, gets involved. Like one thing we could see is like Hamas uh, cells in America rise up and start causing terrorist attacks in cities. Yes. So like there was one in there was one in Brussels uh, today. Yeah. So like our involvement could directly impact people like on American soil. There are a lot more of those cells than people realize, I think. Yeah. Well, a a, a scary domino effect is um, so it's basically like USA, Israel and its allies. And once again, if you're just tuning in, these are four armchair idiots discussing geopolitics like whatever dude just take it for what it is just be interested and entertained like just shut up dude i hear you Correct. in the background like shut up dude actually it's fucking 72 whatever bro blah, blah, blah. yeah just shh and listen um <laughs> a scary domino effect back. is while this is going on china takes taiwan uh and then moves its way to try to take all the Pacific in Japan. Uh, Russia backs up Iran, China backs up Russia. And so you got all that. And then versus Israel, us and the allies again, like the all. So is it true that Japan does not even have a military anymore? They have a limited military and we have bases all over it. They're, they're only allowed. They're only allowed a certain size. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they this... have a really aging population. Yes. Right. They do. It's China, all those... China's got a lot of people, but <laughs> uh, not for long. <laughs> no. I mean, they, they no, they're in trouble because of that. Um, like they didn't oh, the, stop the, the one, one child time. rule. Yeah, they didn't stop that soon enough, and apparently, twenty years from now, it's going to be a serious problem. Oh. Yep. Oh, gotcha. So they're just dying out generationally because of the limits they put on. Yeah, India gotcha. will surpass China soonish. I think in like the next ten years. Wow. Yeah, because they're growing. Uh, United States birth rates declining, which mm-hmm. you know you want to get conspiratorial. That's why people are like the Republicans are going after the abortion stuff because we need our labor force. That's one really conspiratorial angle to come from because the whole thing collapses if there's no workers right correct you build your economy on the children and the conspiracy subs are all freaking out because a lot of people predicted um but they always do a lot of people predicted the great reset was going to happen um or the thing that was going to happen after covid was going to be a global stage war and it's Mm -hmm. 
the pieces are there. If something, you know what I'm saying? Like th- this is, if you've ever wondered like, well, what, what would a war, who would we go to war with? Like, this is how it would happen. Something like this. So call know. out a world leader right now and maybe you'll trigger it. Uh, modest Yahoo. Netanyahu. <laughs> I always think that the his name I think is Netanyahu or something like that, and I always just that modest Yahoo. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know it. That whole thing is just awful, bro. And this is oh yeah, this is this is a topic I wanted to bring up about watching wars through a screen oh, and yeah. how fucking strange it is, like. The drone foot, like I watched a drone footage today in Ukraine of a, it's, I cannot believe like this stuff is just, it's just, I mean, there's dozens of these videos every day. Watch the video of a drone, drop a grenade on a Russian soldier, blows up near him. Uh, He doesn't die. He takes out his own grenade, pulls the Mm -hmm. pin, holds it to his chest. It blows up and he doesn't die. And it ends with him just crawling away. Saw another one. Yeah. Saw another one of a Russian soldier walking up to another Russian soldier laying on the ground. He kicks him, pulls out his rifle, shoots him in the head, and then strips the guy of his ammunition. It's it's like, and what? And this stuff is just out there. Like it, it we are um, live streaming war well, now. Well, even when they were showing the footage, like in Israel. Like going through the houses and stuff. Some of that was pretty gnarly, even though it was on live television. You know, like yeah. Well, like, have you seen the the Palestinian dead children? Um, so, I've, no, I, I have. Stay away from that footage. I'm trying. Well, I'm trying no, not I mean, to. I mean, look, man. Like, I, yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about like. I think I needed to see. I mean, it wasn't. You know, it was just like seeing a, a body on the ground. It wasn't like gore per se. It's sobering. It's sobering. It really it because I but want to all, all the yes, dude. The bloodthirsty people I see on Facebook, I want to show them that and be like, okay, yeah. this is what you're talking about. Like, you know what you're saying right here? Like, this is it. So that look at that. You really need to. If you're gonna call for all this shit that you have no idea. Mm-hmm. And all the all the PTSD and stuff of soldiers returning and all the help that they need. Yeah, that they're not going to oh. get. Right. It was a huge domino effect, right? Generations. So, and now we're really seeing the first conflicts um, where AI-generated images have already just... Oh, so, like, they are so many... You ever heard of the video game Arma 3? Mm-mm. No. Uh, it is a military sim that's highly realistic. And, dude, a good fourth of aerial combat, rocket launching scenes people are sharing are from a fucking video game called Arma 3. And people are sharing. And, it, dude, it, they've tricked me before. I saw one. I was like, yeah. holy shit. Then I was like, oh, that's a video game. I have um, seen game footage a few times that I totally thought was real that was military, like uh, like plane battles or something, where I'm just yeah. – I, I thought it was real. Um. Because Israel is uh, considering deploying this laser weapon they have. And then a video went around of that laser weapon being fired. It looks extremely real. Turns out that part is from a video game. Yeah, I hear they're launching it like three years early, too. Yeah. Well, and that's a... 
the Ukrainian military basically sent out an open call to arms developer developers across the world saying, if you have anything you want to test, like send it to us, we'll give it a shot. Like this is your time to do live research and development, which is fucking that's, gross. Dude. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, like in a way though, like you can see people jumping on that because like it is a live scenario where like they can totally kind of try weapons that are probably not really okay or legal, but they're yeah. going to do it because it's in a worse scenario and they're basically doing whatever they want. Absolutely. So raise your hand. If you've heard this headline that Hamas is cutting off babies' heads. Has everybody heard that? Of course. Def- def- definitely heard it. Okay. So I looked into that. Yeah, I've heard it's uh, not totally accurate. At least not, as far as as far as proof, I think they don't really yes, have as it. As far right? as as far as proof, they don't really have it. And more so than that. So that specific uh accusation is so old as a propaganda thing that it has its own term called blood libel. And like as far like Hundreds of years, people have specifically used beheading of infants as a damning piece of evidence against an enemy the that they want to kill. way to dehumanize it's, your enemy. Absolutely. Well, uh, well, did you did you hear Biden actually say it? He no. actually said it. He said, well, and, "I have I have seen the photos and the proof." Like he said that on a live thing. I, I feel like he could be fooled with AI generated images. Uh, what what's his face? That's what I was gonna say. Um, Ben Shapiro shared a picture of a charred baby, uh, a baby that was charred. Come to find out, AI generated, extremely well done. But that that makes sense too. Yeah. So, dude, it's 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 so much like you have to really like vet what you are seeing to make sure it is like this is a this is a wild time, bro. But even I mean, the it's, whole so, thing, you it's think, not even, even really you, possible, is it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if you like, don't like Shapiro, you think he's a trustworthy source. So if he shares it, you're like, oh, wow. Like right. he's, he's got millions of viewers. You're like, you at least yeah, assume he, it would. You think his he's got departments of people to to handle that kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's so damn, dude, his tweets are so bloodthirsty right now. It's unbelievable. You know, you know, what's weird to me is that, like, I don't know about you guys, but I've just had a hard time in general knowing how to think about this, like as a believer, like <laughs> about what, um, like as far as the conflict with, between okay. Israel and Palestine, who, well, Jesus who, is who, coming should, who should who should whose side, you know, like, should you be on a side, blah, blah, blah. And like every single it doesn't matter whether you're a believer or not. Everybody seems to have a different opinion on that. And so it's like, well, it's really hard to. I feel like my um, like my pastor this week handled it the best of anybody I've heard, which was really refreshing. But it was basically him just saying, like, look, there's they're both doing evil acts. Mm-hmm. And this really isn't about like you shouldn't just be wholeheartedly saying like all this or all that. Like the reality is, is that Jesus asked for. Uh, reconciliation and unification of both those people under him and and he i don't actually think like the bible says anything about um 
them fighting over land and slaughtering each other. That's really not what they're supposed to be doing. No. And here, here's a thing that people don't realize. Uh, the current nation state that we call Israel is not the Israel from the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Which like, is problematic, you think? Well, and that's, Dude, that's no, I don't. I, I think a so that's huge a percentage that... of Christians don't understand that. Well, well even and, I don't understand that all. And the blessings given to Israel, America is not Israel. You are not yes, the chosen you. people. <laughs> thank you. Dude, but people just, they just read it and they're just like, yep, that's me or that's that. It's, it's, yeah, no, dude. At like, some point, the evangelical church like conflated itself with Israel somehow. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. like we're grafted into like we well, we we are we're the like, Gentile. Okay, well, like religiously right. maybe, but not yes. like po- politically and <clears throat> all that. You know. Yeah. Well, the way I kind of heard it described <clears throat> was the the way that I liked it described was is that Jesus is actually the is Israel's promise. It Ooh, is. That's good. It's, it's Jesus. Mm. Well, and someone else, I think. <laughs> said that like we are israel because doesn't it just mean god with you isn't that what that means like literally um i'm not sure god with us well, so, i can't i can't was it jacob wrestling the angel he got named israel yeah 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 uh, well, me wrestle, me sure. which means wrestles with god i believe okay oh that makes more sense historically um, yeah i think it means wrestles with yeah god. the the uh, the amount struggles. of people um uh, meaning he retains God. God is upright. Is that right? Uh, modern. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, y'all always stop talking when I look things up. So there's dead <laughs> air. And I got a complaint about that. Um, here, here you talk. Who, who was it? Up. Call him out right now. I don't know his name. He, 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 he was a coward. All right. He didn't. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. So. The amount of Christians that are like, yep, this this is it. This is the end times. And this is we mm-hmm. it. They have boiled it down to Israel equals God. So God is under attack. So we need to go like they have turned this completely. Yes. And, and like so. And people may hear me, too, and think that I'm like excusing anything. It's like I'm not. But like, can we please. Understand that. The murder, like innocent murder is not good. This is not good. This is not there. The attack they did wasn't good. The retaliation isn't good. What's happening now isn't good. None of this is good. This isn't a good thing. This is a bad thing. This is a very bad thing. And it's only there. Yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. And especially with a people group that has been close to annihilation to then annihilate is is fascinating the right word it's like that's 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 like you y'all know exactly what it's like to be you want to know about that on sunday what is the canaanite slaughter where God told Israel, you're going to kill every man, woman, and child to like yeah. purge the land. Well, that's true, but God hasn't, God hasn't said it about this, though, has he? Like, I mean, that's not... No. I mean, no. I agree with you. There's places it, biblically or historically where that has been 
like a, a commander. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But then, you know, that's a whole, that is a whole nother theological nutshell, right? Of, of like, <laughs> what, what does that even mean? What did he mean? <sighs> did it have to do with the bloodlines? And right. Was, was that just a people, um, you know god meeting people where they were back in those days when we were just pure barbaric and I, you know i don't know man yeah we're not yeah, barbaric way way food. back then yeah <laughs> well, <laughs> well that's well, I a really loved, problem i i loved i one of the i'll just say this one last thing because i about the sermon that i heard because it's interesting to me is that it really goes all the way back to like abraham right like the abrahamic covenant and like uh like hagar and ishmael like, and that was like where it divided, I believe. And that divide was always supposed to be reconciled under the promise, which was the coming Messiah. So I didn't even know that. So like what, that's, that's when it split into like Arab religions mm -hmm. and, and Jewish? I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. That, that was... Jacob and Esau. Wow. See, I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was when he slept with Hagar and Ishmael was her son. It and then he could be. He blessed them and separated. He sent them out separate and said they would always be against each other. Against each other. Oh, that's so... I could be mixing up, yeah. But that the but that the coming Messiah was the promise to Israel, like to reconcile. To reconcile. So they're really fighting against God's plan in my mind. It it's not right. surprising. Right. Like, and there's always what? been a precedent. But what the thing that irks me is every time this happens everyone's like oh it's the end times war rumors what... wars jesus come back yeah, uh, i know it's about to happen no yeah it's like finish finish that verse where it says like there will always be wars and rumors of wars and, and that is no not one a knows sign. the time nor no day. one knows the time nor day it's it's a dude's gonna be plowing the field you know a dude's gonna be you're just gonna be going about your day in it like a thief in the night everybody misses mm -hmm. that dude Everybody yeah. misses that part. I don't. Yeah, I don't we still, understand. We still it. think it's going to be some obvious cataclysmic event, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> and it, it, it specifically says that it is not going to be, or like earthquakes and things like that are not the sign, dude. Mm -hmm. Do you do you ever think about the fact that it could be like even thousands of years from now? <sighs> oh, That's yeah. hard. Be long gone. That is yeah, hard for I, I totally. me to. I don't think any generation thinks that. While they're which, in is, which is which is why I think it could be true, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like they've been they've been like saying the returns coming for well since yeah. he came, well there right? was a there was a gentleman at my church growing up that was fairly convinced that it was going to happen not in his lifetime but in my lifetime. He's like, I'm pretty sure you your generation's the one. And here's the thing: it could be true. It could be totally yeah. false. I'm I don't know. I'm going with it's probably completely false. But um, I'm willing to be wrong. I mean, we're basically saying it's going to happen in the next, you know, 50 to 70 years if if we were going to be alive for it. And that is a pretty short timeline. That's extremely short timeline. Um, do we want to? That's uh, a good life expectation. 50 years from now. That's why we don't have to take care of the earth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. dude. I'm being optimistic. <laughs> um, I did like Dan Koch's post about it oh i'm uh recount it i missed it yeah what do you say no i can't i just know i remember i liked it wow <laughs> great <laughs> Thanks, it made man. me it made me feel good at the time so i believed top, it top tier journalism there yeah. <laughs> you could just look well, him up yeah jed why don't um, you look it up and we can have more dead air 
<laughs> yeah, sounds good. No, are we? Uh, do we want to stay with uh with this or uh, move on next yeah, subject? Move, move on. This Find is transition. This kind of stuff puts me to sleep, honestly. Yeah. Well, this is you'll like this one. Um, and it I always did in church. I posted this on my uh, Instagram story. Did you see the the signs that the Sinaloa cartel put up in Mexico? No, no, I didn't. giant, giant, giant signs. And this is what it said. This is the translation. Attention due to the epidemic that plagues our country and our neighbors and the loyalty to our principles. We want to aid government eff- efforts and CDS to eradicate the lethal drug known as fentanyl. Now it won't just be forbidden, as it always has been within our business, but now we will persecute and punish people who make, sell, transport, or lace this drug. Attention, Cartel de, de Chihuahua, or Tijuana. And then mm-hmm. another one. Attention, due to the never-ending misinformation by the media and the clear omission by the government to not investigate and pursue the culprits of this epidemic, in Sinaloa, it will be strictly forbidden the selling, making, or transporting, or any kind of business involving the substance known as fentanyl, including the selling of chemicals used in its fabrication. We have never and will never be part of that business. Beware of consequences. Attention, Chapitos. Wow. So. Okay. The, I mean, it's cartel, a good thing because. I mean, the government's not going to do anything about it, so. The fucking cartel will, though, <laughs> dude. That's yeah. isn't that. I mean, so, so it's I don't, the... don't want to use the word awesome, but so it's for the, in a way. Cartel. Yeah. So they're saying if That's we crazy. catch people within our organization, we're gonna fucking kill you. Like it's, it's the done. establishment of the rule and the enforcement. That's what makes it. Yes. Lethal. Do you know what yes. I think? What? Hot take. Yeah, I think that's awesome. It is. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, the, the government's not taking care of itself. Then we're gonna do it. Well, like, and it's a smart business move because you can't sell that, it if you it's have all no about business to sell too. It's all business, and it causes yeah. more crackdowns. It's all business, but at least they understand that. Like, well, and yeah. they did. They played. They absolutely played a role in fentanyl. But at least now they're saying, like, all right, that's done. Like, we're not doing yeah. that anymore. Yeah, we get it. So, it's, too, it's too much. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll see if that actually... It's like the most morally upright thing they've ever done. Yeah, probably. For sure. <laughs> for sure. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's yeah. business, so... Yeah, regardless of the motivation. I love how they said, like, according to our values. <laughs> it's like, yeah, as, we've, as we've got them, believe it or not. As, We're going to as... make laws, and you need to follow them, even though we don't follow laws. You know what, though? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually give them props for that, because, like, here's the thing, like... It is actually against, it, in a way, it is against their morals and their bottom line, right? Like, they don't want dead customers. 100%. They want customers right. that are going to spend money yeah. and come back. I mean, that's the best business model. <laughs> you know, a 100%. bunch of people scared of drugs is not helping them. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's so cool. So it's got a good uh, outcome. Can we go back to, to when you said Chiawana? Chiawana. Yeah, what does because that mean? That's a, it's a Chia, but like a Chia pet, but weed plant. Oh, yeah, she million dollar idea. Did I just think of that? She a wanna. You did. That is good. Let me write that down. Wow. She a wanna. That's good. Nobody, sober. nobody listen to your to that. sober thoughts notebook. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm writing it on a letter and sending it to myself in the post office. Right nobody now, so heard nobody that. Take it. I just nobody want a t shirt. 
All right. <laughs> Just the <laughs> That's a pretty low fee for the guy who came up with the idea. Chia you, you might want to shoot higher. Wanna. <laughs> Uh, I mean, this is just assuming that if you do get rich, I'm going to be somewhat taken care of. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, she a I've, pet, I've spent my whole you. life waiting on a friend to get rich. Dude, me too, right? That's you the know? goal. I don't like, know if I was. I would help all my friends out. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So would I. I would too. Second. I would too. I sometimes ask God for money and let him know that I will be exceedingly generous if he does it. <laughs> hasn't done that though (laughs) yeah it's it's like um it is like uh like generosity porn like fantasy (laughs) fantasy feta fetishizing yes it's, it's like the best, I, it's the best kind though. It yeah, it really does. Like I would love to just good. bless the yeah. bless people. <laughs> like it'd be Absolutely. so awesome. Absolutely. It really I mean that's got to be a good uh, yeah, instinct. Sure. Are right? you doing it now with what you have? Exactly. No. I do. <laughs> I mean I do, with, but like, like from time to time I'll just leave like a stupid tip or something. It yeah. is nice to be able to do that. I got it. I, mean, I can't I do it admit, much. I don't. But mm-hmm. Yeah, when, I, when, the, I, when the spirit moves me, I I really yeah. envy people who are generous. I've got a friend like that who's he's not super rich, but like he also doesn't. I mean, it doesn't matter. He's he's generous no matter what, but he doesn't have a family. To, he's he's a single guy, but like he'll give mm-hmm. he'll give a guy a homeless guy fifty bucks. Like he'll just all the time, and like he's not even like I know this is not a thing, but like he's not a believer. And like right. he, he he embodies what a believer, a believer should be more than most believers I know. Yeah, you know, that one happens. of those kind of guys. That's that's a fantastic segue to Kat Von D, new mm. Christian. I actually don't know about this. I saw you sent that, and so, I was like, "Wait, yeah, what's I, I stumbled across the video on TikTok. She had posted on her account. It was like under my recommended. So tell and, me, what's, uh, is she back on drugs? No, well, I just wanna, I <laughs> no. What was what? So what was her? What was her? Um, wake up! Like what? What's her story? <laughs> I don't know her full testimony. That's the thing. I oh, I okay. there's a dope remember hearing recently that she had converted, but I think it came around the time that she was starting to like try and hide her tattoos or something, and then I ran across no. the video it was her baptism. Yes, I, I it, was, it was a very. Very well done video of her baptism. And so there has been a ridiculous backlash from uh, everyone, pretty much. And uh, in, in just just how you can imagine, like, hmm. well, it's just like that, um, you know, that cr- that clown, Richie the Barber. He's tattooed a clown on his face. Have you seen him? He's another hmm. influencer that just converted to Christianity. And, and most hmm. Christians are like, this is, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, but Kat Von D posted a, a rebuttal to oh, it's 12 minutes long, but I guess we can do part of it. She posted a, a rebuttal to all the feedback on it. Do you want to like hear a little bit of it? I know I have. Um, I've had a pretty long day here. It's like five o'clock in Indiana right now. And uh, so I look a little bit, a little bit haggard, but uh, hopefully you'll fine. bear with me. Um, I just wanted to take a moment to talk to you about my baptism. Um, I really haven't talked about it or posted anything <laughs> since I posted the baptism video. And it's pretty much because I've been like kind of taking my time processing the experience and 
um, some of the response and uh, feedback that I've gotten and uh, just putting my thoughts together before I actually like share them with you guys. And um, I don't plan on really talking too much about this in the future. I, um, you know, I know that a lot of people want me to share my testimony and I'm not, I'm definitely not going to do that today, but, um, but I do plan on doing that maybe like in a podcast interview or some kind of format where Ooh. I can just give you 100% of me. And right now I'm like hanging out with a crazy squirrel and another cat and <laughs> my toddler's upstairs. There is a so um, I've been talking to like uh, my friend, Ellie Beth Stuckey, who, who I really love her, her podcast. And um, so I think, I think I might end up doing like, an interview about my testimony there. But for now, I just want to talk about the actual baptism because there was like a lot of questions and um, some feedback that I do want to talk about. Uh, but, but after this, I probably, you know, you probably really won't hear me talking too much about this stuff. Um, and it's not for any other reason that I just like, don't really feel equipped to be the poster child for, um, you know, Christianity. I think that, I'm still learning and as I do, I will become more equipped, but for the time being, I feel like um, that's, I've never really been that and I don't plan on doing that. So uh, if you started following me because you think this will become like some kind of Christian meme page, it's not gonna happen. Um, but um, but anyways, it was, I wanna talk about like the response that I got to the video that I posted about my baptism. It was an overwhelmingly, beautiful amount of just positivity and just love like me and my my husband and my son we'd go out to go get lunch throughout the week and people would just come out of nowhere just wanting to give me a hug and congratulate me and welcome me to the family which I love and it's been it's been pretty awesome I'm actually shocked because I was expecting to get so much hate for it um you know I know that a majority of my my fans and my followers are not Christian um and so, like, I know that it's a turnoff to a lot of people and, you know, everybody's had like their own experiences in their life that uh, might trigger certain things. And, um, you know, and I, I know that everybody's on their own journey and it's not for everybody, but, um, but this is where I'm at. And to me, my baptism was a, you know, a public demonstration of where I stand with my faith and, um, basically letting people know that I'm not ashamed. And, um, and so that's why I really wanted to share it with people, you know, and like, if there was anybody out there that felt like they were at a, a crossroads and don't feel like you fit in, cause I don't feel like I fit in anywhere now. And, um, or that I ever have, <laughs> to be honest, like, you're not, you're not alone, you know, there's, and, and it's, it's crazy how many people in my DMS and stuff, like, like share with me what they've been going through too. And so it's kind of cool to be able to connect in that way. But there was this other side of the response that was just so awful. And, you know, it's not, it wasn't my atheist friends. Um, you know, you would think that all the hate would be coming from people who are, you know, against religion or against Christianity and stuff. And, um, you know, we got like the typical, like dumb mean, like, emoji comments but like it was really the christians who were the worst mm -hmm. and there was it was just really like sad to see 
like this critical display of judgment um, from 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 Christians. And I don't understand what would inspire that aside from like an, something that's more egoic because that isn't Christ-like, you know, to judge people or judge people's journey. It's like um, you would think that that most Christians would be like happy for you when you, um, you know, come to this point in your life, especially when, when you get baptized, like baptism is so beautiful and it's such a, a big landmark in, in time for me, at least it was one of the most important days of my life. So it's like strange that these, these handful of like negative critical Christians would like come at me in such a public way as well. Um, I think one of the biggest or one of the the comments that I would see like repeatedly would be like people saying that I was faking it and that this is just a PR stunt to get like clicks and follows and I don't, or, or views, which I think is so weird because I mean, I don't, my Instagram is not monetized, so I don't get paid for how many views I get. And like I mentioned before, majority of my followers are probably more turned off by my decision than actually like rooting for me. I mean, I know there's a big amount that is, but like it was a big decision to like, think. So what do y'all, uh, what do y'all think? I mean, it checks out that the Christians were the ones with all the hate. Was that, um, was that long and boring or was that okay? No, no, I, I commiserate because she's put in a position with her former fame or this decision is immediately put in the spotlight. And I think she's doing the right thing by taking a step back and being like, no, I'm new to this. Yes, I like yeah. it's important to me, but I'm not your spokesperson. That was yeah. that was extremely and, mature. And gen yeah. and generally, like I mean, just listening to her, it sounds genuine. It sounds like, really I'm, genuine. Like, like I'm I'm not doubting her actual faith conversion or her baptism. So no, me neither. And I mean, it started with an article that came out where she said that um it was something about her faith journey, but she decided that uh, her occult stuff was no longer um, welcome in her house. And she like threw away like, you know, tarot cards and her Wiccan books and stuff. And that was kind of the first. Hmm. But back then she, she wouldn't use the word Christian. And then like slowly you saw like pictures of her at a church or something. And uh, I think her husband obviously is, is Christian. Um, I'm assuming, and I believe so. He's got a Cairo as his musical logo. He goes by prayers. Um, it's yeah, interesting. It's, it's interesting how much hate like uh, celebrities yeah, get man. when they when they make a conversion like that. And a lot, I I totally have seen it before. Like with this like Christian backlash bullshit. Like, I mean, like I think Brian Head Welsh from Corn got tons mm-hmm. and still does. And you know, I think he's proven himself to be pretty faithful to what he's at least trying to be a Christian. You know what I mean? Like he, so I'm I'm glad you brought that up. He had a recent interview where he is totally like, man, uh, I was way too annoying a Christian when I, when I converted, he's like, I was really (laughs) like, basically he, he did what cat. He did the spokesperson. He did the spokesperson thing, but he's so aware of it. He's like, man, I, I really was being 
aggravating with my but, faith and i regret but you know, that but you know what's crazy about that like a lot of people do that when they come I mean, yeah no it's because it's, it's exciting it's, it's exciting and you're super like i need to tell everybody uh, oh, yeah. and, like, and like imagine if you're a celebrity and you have on that fire reach. yeah i can i mean yeah but if you have that reach while that happens you can see how it's so easy that that happens you know yeah yeah and especially if you feel like maybe uh you've like used your reach for wrong so you're trying to hurry up and it's like when you get sober you want to make all you want to make amends as the first step right yeah yeah exactly and plus you have this platform you know you're like told you're supposed to like make disciples and all this stuff and you're like oh i can reach like millions of people you know i think that's where whoever mentors the person who converts plays a large role because they could say well you were given a platform for a reason it's time to use it for jesus Mm-hmm. yeah you could be led astray that way and that's that's dangerous oh that's like God, that's why i gotta give her props for for not all right yeah. right i'll be honest like when i read some article online or something about it just like the headline i kind of just you know whatever and uh but after hearing that like i'm it, yeah it sounds pretty genuine and i don't know yeah, it's not it's what like, I expected. And I guess, see, I'm even part of the problem because I, like, when I first heard it, I was like, whatever, you know, like, mm-hmm. as, assuming it was insincere and a, some sort of yeah. grab for attention. I think yeah. because I'm think jaded the from the internet. Thing, that's true. <laughs> the most powerful thing would be for her to, like, work within her you know, two degrees of Kevin Bacon, like the people close to her need to see the change first. And that right. will have a greater impact than kind of like when you get making videos. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, yeah, just super, super, super interesting for sure. Like, when it's, it's too bad she's got all Christians those tattoos. <laughs> It's hard for the Christians who are happy for, because too we don't want to put her on a pedestal and make her the, right. the spokesperson. Like, see, God, God does amazing things. He even took this former sinner, Kat Von D. <laughs> when in reality, it should be like, God took yeah. me. Right. Like I'm the worst of the worst, and He changed me. Right. Let alone, yeah, it's it, it is like when she said she hit the nail on the head when she said it. It sounds egoic, where it's just people. I, I think the thing that comes to mind for me is the parable of the um, paying the workers where the dude um, uh, came wages. for the last 30 minutes of the day and got paid for a full day's work. And the, the workers like, dude, I've been here all day. That's what comes to mind to me. I think mm-hmm. that mindset, that's such a genius parable too. I got to go way. back and read that because there's something about, about labor exactly. in there. <laughs> yeah and it's and it's that's a real feeling i think some christians have where like i denied my flesh for 25 years and i was poor and i was this and i was that and then this rich person who got to do drugs and have sex (laughs) and then now you get to be a christian too like that was yeah it's boomer logic is what it is very i I hate to use that term but that's it's it's like when you see people that don't want people to get paid 15 bucks an hour at mcdonald's Mm. just because they went through it really yeah man five dollars an hour the genius of that parable that's wild there's uh 
I won't say an alternative telling of the prodigal son. A different way it was presented to me at one point was like, a, it's called a cycle of grace where like, of course, you know, the classical telling is, are you the prodigal son? Return to Jesus. Mm -hmm. But you can look at it as either you're the prodigal son. And so or you know, brother. You yeah, you're, you're the older brother and you're upset when someone gets showed grace and they don't deserve it at all. I mean, hence the definition of grace. Or you're like the father who has grace and wants to bestow it upon people because you know the power of it. Like it's right. at yeah. But it's actually it's actually the brother that stayed that's the problem. I mean, he's actually. I think yeah, that's parable, that's what it's I've actually heard, yeah. it's actually kind of about him. It's supposed to be about the brother. That's just like also uh, with Job. Um, a big part people miss is uh, Job's friends that are all trying to convince him to disown God and blame mm -hmm. God and. And how mm -hmm. we can be like that. Those stories really are like that's why it bothers me to no end when people will just denigrate the Bible to like a, a book of fairy tales. Like, yo, shut the fuck up, you idiot. <laughs> like, that is the dumbest statement in the world. Like, right? even if it's not real, it's still, yeah, the, the, it's still truth, right? There's still truth, even yeah, in, mm -hmm. even in uh, Disney movies. So, actually. I actually had like a really to bring up the Job thing. Uh, I had somebody just say something that <laughs> I thought was kind of sobering to it. I, I can't remember who said it, but somebody I heard talking about that about his friends specifically said that like everybody's always like kind of like ragging on him because they like were basically like just you know curse God and die. And or was that his wife that said that actually? Yeah. But like his friends were basically kind of telling him, you know, whatever at the end and not being the best friends from the looks of it. But I think that it starts with them saying like his friends sat with him in silence for like 20 days or something crazy, oh, yeah. like, like a long period of time. And the guy was like, have you ever sat with any of your friends for even a week? Like in pain? Like, could you imagine doing that? Just like in pain and not speaking and just being there with them? Like <laughs> that's uh, isn't like, that uh Shibbets? Is it Shiva? Shiva. Shiva. Yeah. Is it, that's a Jewish Sitting tradition. Shiva. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that. That's basically um, like, yeah, it's just a period of mourning after someone dies where you just go be with that person. I think it's, I don't know the, the length of time, but. Right. But like, it's got to line up with like, you know, mourn with those who mourn and, you know, all yeah. that kind of like commandment, but it's like, they were actually being like really faithful friends. Well, they, and that, <laughs> of, it, for yeah. a little while. Yeah. For yeah, a little for a while. while. <laughs> It's well, I don't think we're good at mourning in our country. Like, oh, it makes us uncomfortable. But we just right. Well, because yeah, you we got to get back to work, dude. Who's gonna make yes. the money? Exactly, Who's gonna make dude. the widgets and make the money and pay for the house and, and pay for all those incredible warships? Yes. The top. <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> those things are largest. pretty badass. I dude. mean, yeah, <laughs> with with rail guns on them and stuff. You know that we've got rail guns and it's a ship mounted Jeez. rail cannon, dude. <laughs> USA, USA. <laughs> I'm just saying they could get, they could have done with one less and just like paid for all our medical bills. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one wow. less. Thank you one... for having a communist on the podcast, Jim. Yeah. Awesome. It, ha it happens from time to time. <laughs> My brain just goes there and I can't stop it. Yeah, all this um, 
I know it's do, evil. I'm do you think? Yeah. What do you think? All this is just to prop up the U.S. economy because they know it's about to really hit the fan, and we need. And the only thing that's going to help is a war. Dude, um, I think D, all of the above. Mm. <laughs> I hate to be the harbinger of, yeah, it's coming, but I've been on that train for a couple of years. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So where is it at? Where is this crash, bro? And Ken, we, Kenan wants the to congregation be congregation. I'm still waiting on it. I believe in and you. I, and I hate to be the one to like even criticize myself like, oh, say it long enough. Of course, it's going to come true eventually. <laughs> But I'm telling you, it's coming. <laughs> All right, dude. If it doesn't come, I swear, coming, if, coming <laughs> soon, like a thief in the night. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's coming soon. No in the one way knows that Jesus the day or the hour, soon. but I'm telling you. Oh man. Um, what was we? We're almost out of time. Was there any other? What was the last? You had you had, you had aliens on there. Oh, but I wasn't sure what you were going. Where the you're going only? With that. I, I don't either. I thought it got brought up again. Um. The update with that is they uh, dissected, um, not dissected, they cut four pieces off of the uh, alien mummy thing and they sent them to four independent scientists to Mm. be reviewed. And I watched the video of them cutting it and inside of it, Gum, bro it's pretty convincing it's like tendons and arteries and i don't know man so that's there at least they did that and they sent it off so we'll see look like okay, oh, completely real yeah it might be dude you never know um yeah there's too many there's so many crazy things happening right now are we all gonna spin and it's all like now? in our face I'll, oh dang! I didn't know we were doing a thing. Uh, well, I, but you can't I, you can't spin it like that. I can't spin it at all. I'm not a drummer. Oh, oh, you can. Good. Job. I used to be able to. Yeah. In case none, well, none of you can see it. But we're on video. They're all helicoptering right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kenan can't. No. Um. I don't know, boys. Any anything else that we have? Uh, oh, uh, we started watching. The fall of the House of Usher. Oh, it's. I finished season three on. I mean, season three, episode three on my uh, lunch break today. Dude, it's cool. Yeah, especially I watch anything Mike Flanagan makes. Me too. If you're if you're unsure about it, give it at least till the end of episode two. Yeah, and then get back to me. So this is he's the one who did the the Midnight Mass. Yes, Midnight Mass. Uh, I loved Midnight Mass. Also, oh, okay. uh, the sequel to The Shining. Oh, yeah, Dr. Sleep. Dr. Man. Sleep. That was incredible. Really? I actually dude. haven't seen it. Oh, you have? I can't recommend it enough, dude. I think I started. I read the book. I never watched it. Yeah, I'm I finally it. watching it. He did Ahsoka. a really good job to, like, it's well it's it's a it's a great story about alcoholism is the whole reason that why it's good okay yeah which is what the shining was also supposed to be but the yes. movie got it a little weird yeah he did a good yeah. job marrying those two the book story and the you, you, should totally, you should totally you should and everyone out there do like we we did a viewing of the shining and then immediately watched dr sleep it's awesome like dude, you really need to do that to like have a a good refresher. So, so this is a weird question, but 
I mean, maybe not a weird question, but so Stephen King himself has said the movie, he doesn't really care for it, right? Because it's not really, a, it's not an adaptation really of the book. It's of the he doesn't care for what? Shining. The Shining? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't it's, know that, but I don't, well, yeah. No, he, he hates that adaptation. Yeah. The book so much that they did so another different. adaptation of it on TV or yeah. something. Yeah, Stephen King was not a fan of that. So I I think the the Shining movie is on its own. It's an amazing like, movie. It's, it's an Cooper. amazing movie. Yeah. yeah. So like I've heard it explained that way a lot of times. Like it's a masterpiece on its own, but as an adaptation, it fails in some ways. But like yeah, it totally so what I'm wondering is so since the movie doesn't exactly line up with the book, does Doctor Sleep the, still line no, up? No, well? no, no, no. Doctor Sleep, the movie is exactly like the book. Right, but yeah. does it yes, line up yes, good with the does. movie? It that does, it, it does, it does. But well, yeah, be- Mike Flanagan, that's that's what amazed me about it is he perfectly weaved them together to where like he kind of reconciled the, yes the first movie for me to the book yes I, th- I think he did that too because like, that's what i was going to say is like he because he wrote dr sleep fucking right, right, right decades later so he they, there are definitely pieces from the movie so he he obviously was like okay well this is what's in the site yeah so yeah. i can't just i can't just disregard it uh yeah, so you're watching Ahsoka. Good job, Kenan. Yeah, okay, I'm way behind. <laughs> that was so dismissive. Just finished episode four. It's it's fine. awesome, isn't it? It's amazing, dude. It might be better than the Mandalorian for me. Yeah, it's it's one of those. It's hard to you know the Mandalorian broke new ground as far as I'm concerned. As far as the the new I, good, I consider new it Star better just because I'm I'm much more into the Jedi and Jedi lore than I am mandalorian yeah well and so the cool thing is um dave filoni is doing a filoni verse like avengers endgame style movie to tie up all these shows so like ahsoka boba fett mandalorian um they're gonna have a giant movie that'll kind of wrap up the uh i won't i mean i guess just gonna be spoiler it's really good it's gonna be everybody versus Thrawn, basically. I don't know if I have enough energy to go through and watch them all. I kind of like fell off because I there were so many different offshoots. I felt like I couldn't keep it's, up with them. No, you, I mean it's it's just Ahsoka, Boba Fett, Mandalorian, and Obi Wan, and Andor. It's only like seventy episodes. And so. the, clo- the Clone Wars cartoon and. Uh, so- Okay, that is Rebels. one thing I will say. I didn't watch a Clone Wars, so coming into Ahsoka, I knew I was missing some pieces. Well, Rebels is more from Rebels? Ahsoka, but yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Just, just Sorry, do, yeah, yeah. dude. YouTube ten minute recaps are your friend. Okay, that's what I always do for anything. I'm kind of unfamiliar with the lore. Just find a good ten minute catch you up. That's and, what you do for your college classes, right? I mean, pretty much, dude. <laughs> pretty much bro um all right well send me an email church and other drugs gmail.com uh patreon.com slash church and other drugs i'm about to joey um sent me some content uh of his that he put on his bonus so i'm gonna just be sharing that on the patreon i guess i'll go do that right now so i don't forget um but yeah so all all the patrons uh basically what's gonna happen is all the bonus content for pastor with no answers, which basically now we are, um, 
guess you could say like we're in a podcast network or a sister podcast or cousins. Um, so I've got a Dropbox file and every bonus thing that Joey puts out is going to go in that Dropbox. I'm going to take it from there. I'm going to put it on for our patrons. So you get all the, and this is like the paid tier stuff for pastor with no answer. So finally I can give back to my people that have been supporting me. So thank you so much for that. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next week or so. Oh yeah. I'm having a baby soon too. So good God. I need to get some episodes on deck. All right. Love you guys. I don't think you stopped recording. No, I didn't. (laughs) How do you do it? Oh, there it is. When I was older, I was a sailor on an open sea. Back and black and white, I never seen it.